It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast. Zach Blackerby here with you. And I'm joined by a very special guest today, Trevon Reed, former Auburn standout. How you doing, man? I'm good, my man. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, scoot that mic a little bit closer to you, man. People want to hear what you have to say. So, <laughs> man, yeah, just, just kind of interacting with you and following you on Twitter, uh, you, your, your passion for Auburn hasn't gone anywhere, has it? Oh, it hasn't, man. I'm an Auburn man to the day I die. Well, I, cool. I bleed orange and blue. I love that, man. Well, yeah, kind of give folks an update on what's going on right now. Uh, right now, I'm working on my podcast. It's called Freedom of Speech. Okay. Um, I'm doing it over at uh, Collegiate Hotel on the rooftop. I'm just getting a whole bunch of uh, former Auburn players, former coaches, and just letting them speak their freedom of speech for real on um, Auburn football this year, their experience at Auburn, all type of things like that. Yeah, you, you've had Nick on it, right? Yeah, uh, where it rained out, so uh, okay. he, he'll do it again uh, Georgia week. Okay. Perfect week. Yeah, I bet he's got a lot to say for that, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, we, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Just uh, what, what are your thoughts on this team so far, Grant? We've only seen them, you know, take on Oregon so far. But, you know, last week that was the biggest stage in college football. What, what are your thoughts on this team so far? Uh, I, I think we're in good, we, we're in good hands. Uh, I think Bo going to lead us. I think Joey Rady at any time. Mm-hmm. I think we got a stout defense, great defense and bad, great defensive line, offensive line. All seniors. I think this is the year for Auburn football. Sure. There's a guy I specifically wanted to ask you about as soon as uh, as soon as you agreed to come on. Uh, a big guy that I'm a huge fan of, Noig Benogany. And, and you guys are pretty similar, right? Mm-hmm. Come in as receivers and then kind of make that switch to defensive back. Have you had any interaction with Noah or any, any kind of conversations like, hey, man, you know, I, I, I've been through this and, hey, it can work out? Yeah, uh, I, I actually talked to Noah a lot. Okay. Know got game. Um, I tell him all the time, man. Just play your game. You, you a baller. Like mm-hmm. it's natural to him. And uh, that that position switch is not natural to a lot of people. But for some reason, me and Noah just we embraced it. Um, I think he'll be a top corner when he come out. Um, he got a few more things to work on, but I think Noah is one of the best corners in the SEC. Yeah. What 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 are some things that you think he needs to work on this year? I mean. Um, it's, it's it's real small, and you you have to play the position to to know what I mean. Like sure. it's just small movements. You know, he a long guy. He got long legs. So, mm-hmm. You know, if he could take down some of those long steps, and chop them up a little bit. I mean, it's small stuff that me and him will work on in the off season. But otherwise, Noah is one of the best corners in the country. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were kind of critical of him last year. And I'm like, man, he's been playing corner for five minutes, and he's playing at a high level. He's starting for a very good SEC defense. Give him time. And then, I mean, he really hit the ground running. I mean, the, the defensive backs for Auburn, they had two or three plays early on against Oregon where the, the I think there was some miscommunication of some sort. But mm-hmm. After that, I mean, it was just pretty – it was lockdown. It was lights out. Uh, we have a real leader, 20, uh, Jermaine Denson. He's alpha male. He have guys 13, 6, Tut. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those guys, 24 is an alpha male also. All those guys follow them. And when you have two two alpha males back there who's ready to cover, hit, do anything to win, I mean, it's easy to follow. And um, we have we have young guys who who's also ready. Uh, little 23 got in the game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that was my first time ever seeing him in the game. He 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 played pretty good ball. So the secondary is we we second to none. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it, you mentioned Sweet Feet. I mean, Tut stole the show. I mean, he, yeah. he, I, I was really skeptical of him kind of coming and didn't have a whole lot of a playing experience from last year and putting him in the middle of the field. I thought that was interesting that they moved Javaris to the outside of the field because he's so fast. He can cover so much ground, but. Hey, I was wrong, <laughs> and, and I'm okay admitting that. Yeah, uh, I mean they 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 similar players, you know. Uh, okay. Javaris a little faster, uh, and Javaris has he he has played more than touch, so he could cover those receivers who's on the outside. I think now we found our nickelback, Tut. Yeah. We got our two outside guys. We got our safeties, mm-hmm. and we can't forget about Smoke Monday and uh, Nine. Those guys, those guys could play so. We we in good hands. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of fans were kind of concerned about the defensive backfield as far as okay, they're they're going to lose a lot of guys this next year. Mm-hmm. You know, several seniors. You know, what's Noah going to do? Is he going to go to the draft? Is he going to stay? That kind of thing. And you know, all right, who are these younger guys going to step up after all these guys leave? And after I think this past weekend, I think everybody feels a lot more comfortable with that <laughs> because I think they're going to be in good hands with with Tud and you, you mentioned Smoke and, and and Sherwood. I mean, they're, they're going to be loaded for a little bit. Right. So they're, those guys are going to be ready. Then you got a little twenty three. Yeah. He's he's coming into his own. He playing early. So I mean, man. And then we Auburn. We'll get the recruits. You know. Um, You're right. We'll 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 be the the back end is is nothing I'm worried about. What was your recruitment like? Tell me tell me about that. It was fun. Yeah. Um, it came down to uh, Oregon, uh, Auburn, and LSU. Okay. And I chose Auburn, man, because I had just lost my mom. Um, yeah. Everyone was offering me everything except what I needed, and I needed family. I needed love. and Chiz and Troop sold the family part on me. They put that on me real well, man. Look, we're a family here. We're the Auburn family, this, that, this, and that. And it sold me. It, it wasn't no gimmicks. It wasn't the colors of the school. It wasn't right. none of that. It was strictly about family. And now that I didn't play here, came back here, live here, I see what they mean about when they say family. It's, yeah. it's really a family. And it's lifelong, not just while I'm playing. Sure. So I'm, I'm Auburn. I'm blue, I'm blue and orange. Forever. Yeah. Who are some of the guys in your uh, in your class? Uh had me, Jeff Whitaker, Micah Dyer, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Cam Newton, um, Ryan Smith, Chris Davis, Ryan White, Eric Mack, Chad Slade. Sure. Yeah, we 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 had a lot of guys. Yeah, and you know, No House Advantage is taking an exciting new spin on daily fantasy sports instead of salary cap drafting. No House Advantage offers daily player prop contests. Download No House Advantage now from the App Store and use the code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, to receive two free tokens when you purchase two tokens. That's a ten dollar value. That's code Locked On to receive two tokens when you purchase two. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Jeff used to come on the show a lot, uh, you know, a year or so ago, and 
he would talk about y'all's class, about how it, it really kind of changed the culture of, uh, of Auburn football. You're nodding as I'm saying this, so I, I guess you agree. I agree 100%, and it's not being cocky. You know, uh, we just feel like we had the number three recruiting class in the country, right? Could have had the number one if we would have got Lattimore, who went to South Carolina, right. and then Lake Seastruck, who went to, who ended up going to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the class. We had the swagger. We had the the it factor. Everybody just wanted to win, and everyone got on that that 2010 team. And everyone played a role. We had Craig Sanders and Demetrius McNeil, yeah. the two special teams guys. You also had Ryan White. I mean, Ryan Smith and Chris Davis, special teams guy. Like, everyone played their role. None of us really played for real. I was special. I mean, our uh, freshman year, like a major role, but everyone played their role. Yeah. And we did it well, and we was able to do some good things. And it just really seems like everyone in that class, and I've talked to most of those guys uh, in some capacity on, on one of the shows, you know, as I've kind of moved around over here, but the. The resounding thing that stands out to me is, I mean, you guys genuinely care for one another. Facts. And, and I think that's something that, that stands out. I mean, that's what's so special about that 2013 team, as I talked to members of that team, is you guys loved each other. Facts. It was, it was, and this was, it, was a, it was real love. It wasn't, I just love you because you're here playing with me. No, it was real Well, it's still around. Love. You guys still, still talk. Right. Yeah. It, to this day. Like, yeah. To this day, me, Quan, Nick, I could call those guys for anything. Duke, Sammy. Uh... Missy, J. Jones. It's, I mean, it was a real brotherhood, and it showed. It showed. It showed when the game was on the line, we always found a way to win. Right. LSU game. If they give us that onside kickback in 2013, when we got it back, we mm-hmm. win that game. Florida State. If we had another minute on the clock, we win that game. It, it just. We 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 told each other, man. Look, no matter what, we have each other back. Mm-hmm. Win, lose, or draw. But we really don't want to lose. So we every game, we always believe we can win. And Coach Malzahn, hats off to him, man, because he he put that in us. Because you got to think, the year before he got here, we was 3-9. All we knew was losing. Sure. And he put it in, he said, look, I'm not here to coach losers. We're going to find a way to win. I don't know how. We will. We're going to get a quarterback. We're going to find a way to win. We found Nick. Yeah, that worked out. And <laughs> it's like – Everybody, like, it's the same team. It's the same 3-9 and nine team minus one player, Nick Marsh. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was on that 3-9 and nine team. And, I mean, we just fought, man. We just together. Nick was our leader. Whatever he did, we did. Yeah. On the field, off the field, we was with him. He was my roommate. I'm talking about it used to be times where I'm trying to sleep, but they got 20, 20 players in our room because all of them wanted to be around Nick. Wow. You know, so – and we, me and Nick was, we was leaders. You know, it, it was it's natural. It's like, it was natural born leaders. And mm-hmm. I mean, our room stayed people who was mad about playing time. Girl, you know, whatever it was, life stuff, right? Life stuff. Yeah. Like, our room was the spot to be. Why? Because Nick was in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting a phone call when Nick first said he was coming to Auburn. And Coach Malzahn called me. He was like, um, "Did you know him before that?" No, nah, I didn't really know him. Okay. Uh, I knew of him during recruitment because Quan, me and Quan, me and Quan Bray was real close. Sure. He was like, "Man, we need to get Nick. We okay. need to get Nick. If we get Nick, we could go to the championship." 
in my head, I'm like, man, we just went three and nine. <laughs> we just went three and nine, man. You talk about championship. Let's just win a few games. Yeah. He was like, no, bro, we could go to the championship. I was like, man, well, we got to get Nick then. Everybody talked. We got Nick because Malzahn called me. He was like, I don't want Nick to run with nobody but you. How about that? I'm like, why me? You know, I'm like, I'm at the time, I'm living with my little brother. We off campus. Sure. The dorms wasn't there yet. So I'm like, why me? He was like, because you're not going to let him do anything stupid. I was like, say no more. I was like, you got his number? He gave me Nick number. Called him. I was like, man, look, we're going to be roommates. He was like, let's do it, bro. And mm-hmm. from that point on, it's been a brotherhood, a real brotherhood. When did it click in the locker room with what? When, when did you guys kind of see, okay, this is what Nick Marshall's capable of? Because it kind of took a bit for that offense to come together. Honestly, when Nick got here, I forgot the time, but when Nick got here. It was like right at the start of fall camp that year. He got, he called us. He call, he texted the receiver group and said, I need all y'all in the indoor at this time. Don't okay. be late. So we like, man. like bro, You were still playing receiver when he mm-hmm. when he showed up? Okay. A, I'm like, bro, you like you ain't even introduced yourself yet. Like, you making demands. But anyway, we all we all got there. And Nick was throwing the ball to everybody. Mine, now you know, back then, Gus offense, you got one read, then it's a check down. Mm-hmm. Nick was throwing us all the ball. So we like, man, I don't know, we got something here. Cause he didn't know, like, he didn't really know the 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 full system yet. Sure. Man, from that day on, we believe he was dropping dimes in there. He was, at the end, he got us together. He was like, look, man, I'm here to win. I hope y'all here to win, too. Mm-hmm. And from that day on, we believed in him. We, yeah. we knew he was the starter. He he had some tough competition in Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy Johnson came in hot. Sure. And, um, man, to this day, Nick's still the leader of that class. Yeah. Without Nick, uh, I don't know. So, I mean, I, I've heard you say several several good things about Gus Malzahn, and it sounds like most of the people who play for Gus look back on their careers and absolutely love playing for him. Facts. There's a, there's a lot of the Auburn fan base that's kind of grown frustrated with Gus. Do you think that's fair? No, nah, it's not fair. Okay. It's not fair because y'all putting all this pressure on Gus when you have guys around the SEC who win in seven games a year and keeping a job for 15 years. You know, and I mean, it, it wasn't fair to Mark Rick at Georgia. He went 10-2 and two and got fired. It's crazy. Like, if you go 10 at 2, like, there's no disrespect to none of these schools. My hat's off to every school. If you go 10-2 and two at Vanderbilt, it's like you won a championship. Yeah, you're celebrated. Yeah, like, this man went 10-2 and two at Georgia and got fired. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't feel like, me personally, I don't feel like that's fair because these guys are working their tails off. Coach Mal's not working his tail off. To get good recruits, to to make Auburn football Auburn football. I mean, everything not gonna be perfect, you know. Um, even a team up the street, they'll go undefeated throughout the regular season and then lose the championship, and they still get celebrated, you mm-hmm. know. If you don't win the championship, you all we all came in second, you right. know. They don't have no order. Like we all came in second and Clemson in first. It's, that's how I go. And I mean, I. I don't feel like it's fair to Gus. I don't feel like it's fair to the coaches who are recruiting these guys because if I'm a recruit and I keep hearing your coach going to get fired, your coach going to get fired, I don't want to come there. 
I want to go where I'm secure there with my coach. Well, that's been kind of what's been so impressive for me over the past few months. They've put together an awesome class, one of his best classes since he's been head coach, despite all of this negativity being thrown everywhere. That's what I'm saying. They need they, they just need to slow it down because it goes from we have three five stars when we could have had seven. You know, and at the end of the day, like stars don't matter, but stars matter because <laughs> we could get some big time. This Auburn, like we ain't no little school. Like we don't sure. know. Not no little chump school. We we are Auburn, and we could get the best guys to come here. We got uh, Byron Cowell. He's the number one player in the country. Mm-hmm. So we could we could do that again. And when Byron was coming out, it wasn't no rumors that Gus was gonna get fired. We were just coming off of two hot seasons. Yeah, he it was a no brainer. He was coming here. We had just put out D Ford in the draft. You no, know, and I mean, as an Auburn fan now. Sure. And still an Auburn player. I just feel like the fans got to slow down with that because it might sound cool to do it at the moment because everybody's doing it, but you got to think about the kids. Like, you got to think, do I really love winning as a fan? Because by me saying get Gus out of there, that's also getting a recruit out of there. Sure. You know, if Gus leave that whole class he got right now, that good class, they all going to – why would I come if the man who's – recruiting me not there you yeah. know so we got we got to think about little things like that and you know move smart man well i mean it's clear that he's he's good at recruiting this roster that he's built is one of the best rosters that, that i can remember you know growing up around auburn and i was he part of your recruitment i guess he was was he the oc when you were coming in yeah he was he was he was the oc he he's really one of the reasons why i came he sure he was at Tulsa, lighting it up. Uh, he showed me a few clips from the guys from Arkansas and just told me, like, man, you got what it takes to be a Wildcat quarterback, a receiver, DB, whatever you want to be, basically. Mm-hmm. You have the talent to do it. And, you know, sometimes it just be recruitment talk. But he meant that. When I got here, Cam was the quarterback. I was the Wildcat quarterback. Clemson game 2010, I took the Wildcat snaps. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't hurt my knee, ain't no telling what my career would have been on the offensive side of the ball. So, right. I mean, if he tell you something during recruitment, it's, it's, it's 100% true. Sure, sure. I mean, it's just – it seems like you guys get so much different of a Gus Malzahn than, you know, we the media or we the fans get. Uh, you know, whether he's at Tiger Talk or, you know, in front of the podium. I mean, he's he, – some of the stories I've heard, he sounds like he's a really fun guy. He he got his moments. He got his moments. He's got his moments. He got his okay. Moments. I'm not gonna sit here and act like he don't. Uh, he got his moments. He he's about business, man. Like he about football, and mm-hmm. we're here to play football. So when it's time for football, that's all he want to talk about. Don't talk about when you had fun last night or what. If you could just do, if you could just lock in those hours. You have to lock in. That would be the he would be the coolest coach walking this earth. But it's when you not locked in, when he needs you to lock in, then he gonna he gonna be a coach. He gonna get on you. And you don't one thing about it, you don't wanna get in his doghouse. Sure. It's hard it's hard to get out of there. Should Auburn fans be more excited about him calling plays again? Of course. Yeah. Of course. And that that's no disrespect to the other guys because they're great coaches. Uh coach Red, coach um Lashley? Coach, yeah, Coach Lashley, Coach uh, Chip Lindsay, they are great coaches. But at the end of the day, you can't mix their coaching with Gus coaching. It just don't go right. Then you start pointing fingers. So just 
Gus know. Let's let Gus do it. Yeah. No house advantage is taking an exciting new spin on daily fantasy sports instead of salary cap drafting. No house advantage offers daily player prop contest. Download no house advantage now from the app store and use the code locked on. That's one word locked on to receive two free tokens. When you purchase two tokens, that's a $10 value. That's code locked on to receive two tokens. When you purchase two, I want to give a shout out to our friends at fetch me. They are run by an alum of Auburn and have the greatest variety of restaurants to order and get your meal delivered in Auburn and Opelika. If you are looking to have your family meal delivered in less than 40 minutes, you need to go to Fetch Me. Fetch Me has a great selection of anything you want, including meals from your favorite restaurants, groceries, and coffee. I have to say Fetch Me also has the friendliest and fastest service in town. Fetch Me does that because their mission to change the delivery experience by ensuring each order is delicious, accurate, timely, and most of all, you have a great experience. Fetch Me is the best in the business. Go check out Fetch Me at FetchMeDelivery.com and use promo code FetchMe20 to get your first delivery free. That's FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I want to get your thoughts on Tulane, but I want to answer a, a Twitter question first. And this is uh, this is from Justin, and he's uh, he shared later with me that he's he's an Auburn fan stuck in the middle of uh, of Nashville, so he's got a lot of UT fans around him. So uh, our love to you, Justin. But he said, I- "I'm trying to teach my kid that effort is just as important as result." Can Trevon Reed give some advice to all your listeners about motivating our kids? That's a big question. Uh, that's a big question. Um, I could speak on that because of the position I was in going into the NFL. Um, I was undrafted. Uh, probably one of the last people Seattle signed because I had just switched positions. And uh, they saw a lot of upside in me because of what they did with Richard Sherman. Sure. So I went in there to Seattle. They had just – Sherm was Sherm. He was one of the best corners in the league. Um, they had just paid Kerry Williams. You had Deshaun Shedd, who's one of the best hard-working people in the NFL. You had Jeremy Lane, who was caught an interception in the Super Bowl. Right. So I'm in a position where all I could do is fight for a spot. And how I could do that is play with effort. I had to. If I knew just me playing football wasn't going to make me earn a spot over those guys, I had to do the little things. Like, if the ball down the field, I have to run all the way down the field and go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you could control effort. Like, I can't control if me and you go in the parking lot right now and you catch a pass on me. You know? You human, too. That probably wouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but now, nah, um, but what you can't control is your effort, man, and and that's what that's in life. You know, um, if if you got a passion for something, like you got a passion for this, you can control how much effort you put into this. You could you could come right. in here and just be lackadaisical, lean back in your chair, 
ask me a few questions and let me walk out. But you keep it interesting. Why? Because it's your passion. Sure. You 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 put you put effort into this, and um, that's that's how you I gotta approach life. In my opinion, you gotta approach whatever you want to do in life. You have to give effort. If you be lackadaisical, you gonna get lackadaisical, lackadaisical results, mm-hmm. and you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want people to. My 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 saying is, I want everything to be ran like Chick Fil A. Sure. Like think about it. Like Chick Fil A is a fast food spot, but you never hear. Oh, Chick Fil A got rats in there. Chick Fil A, no, it's all first class. It's, it's all top notch. You, you like it's Chick Fil A is like a a roof, Chris, <laughs> to yeah. fast food, and that and that's how I approach life. Like Chick Fil A, like I respect people. Like Chick Fil A people respect people. Mm-hmm. I approach my business like Chick Fil A approach business. Then that that's just me, man. That's that's how I operate. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Justin again. That was a great question, for sure. Great question, Justin. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's turn our direction now towards uh, towards the game tomorrow. Tulane, you know, when this game popped up on the schedule for me, you know, I, I saw Oregon, okay, obviously a big-time matchup. Then the next two, Tulane, Kent State, and I kind of looked over them. Then it's like, okay, then they're on the road to Texas A&M, obviously the next big matchup. But Malzahn comes out on Tuesday, and, and some of the players, Eli Stove, Derek Brown, I mean, it really sounds like they're approaching this game like it's an SEC matchup. You buy it? They better because Tulane coming to play. Okay. Tulane coming up. Tulane got a great D line. And a great D line could give us fits if we can't get that uh if we can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be close in the first quarter. I'm gonna tell you that. It's gonna be close. Probably seven zero. Somewhere near there. Okay. We'll pull away because of power and willpower. But it's, it's gonna be close. It's gonna first. be a fight early. It's gonna be a fight. Okay. Tulane coming to play. They they on the big stage. They like, man, look, Oregon coming off of this how they thinking as players. Man, they just beat Oregon. All the scouts going to be watching this game. This is my chance to make me some money. Sure. I'm coming with it. I'm bringing everything I got because Tulane probably play Louisiana Monroe next week. Yeah. You know, somebody on a playing field. Mm-hmm. They coming with it this week. They going all out, and we're going to get all the effort, and we got we to gotta bring it. We got to bring it early. If we bring it early, we can knock them out, get them out the way. But if we sit around and play with them, it could become a game. Sure. I mean, just as far as, you know, getting into the third and fourth quarter, I mean, I, I totally agree with you about it, it being close early. But there's just a point uh, eventually, especially if Auburn runs the football like they're capable of, where it just breaks it open, right? Is that kind of what you expect to happen? Yes, sir. I think uh, by the sec, by the mid second quarter, Booby get going, Cam get going, Bo get going. It's gonna get ugly. Yeah, from a from a keeping guys healthy standpoint. I mean, we mm-hmm. already saw them ride Booby early, and then you know he kind of had to go down after a play after he almost scored a touchdown. Right. Do you think it's worth playing him? Into the second half, if it's not close, no, nah. we got we got too many running backs. Yeah, uh, we got the big guy twenty two. You see how big that kid was? Mm-hmm. We got big twenty two. We got Cam Martin. We got. Uh, I love Sean Shivers' uh, game. I love his game. Shivers. We got Shivers. We even have a freshman number three. They say he real good. So man, it's DJ. Yes, sir. DJ I, Williams. Yeah. I think. Um, I think. Um, then we still got Malik thirty two. So sure. We have so many backs, man. I don't think we need to pound them in the ground, but that's that's coach call. I never get in. I never speak on nothing like that. Yeah. Um, I just hope whoever get in have fun and play ball. Sure, 
Sure. I, I know a lot of Auburn fans are really eager to see more of Joey this year. I know Joey was kind of a... I am. Yeah, I am too, man. <laughs> I am too. I'm a big fan of Joey's game. And, you know, Bo Nix, I think, won a lot of Auburn fans over. But I think Joey's size and just kind of how patient he's been, you know, throughout his whole recruitment process, as well as, uh, as, well as just kind of the way he's handled, you know, Bo winning the job. I mean... I think Joey's just been a class act through all of this. I think he has too. I think he's on some some Jalen Hurts type stuff. Like, yeah, we're we gonna need him. We're gonna need him, and it's not gonna be because of Bo struggling or none of that. It's it's gonna be one of those plays. Bo helmet come off. He got to come out for a play, and Joey got to come in and step in and make the game winning throw. And he gonna deliver, and it's gonna go. We're gonna need him. Like, we're gonna need him. He know it. We know it. The whole team know it. Bo know it. It's one of those deals to where, you remember when Kelly Bryant first transferred from Clemson? Sure. Trevor Lawrence got knocked out the game. Same game. Yeah. You know, and if that kid, the backup, don't come in and step up and play some good ball, Clemson not the national champs. You're right. They have a loss. They have a loss. That was uh, was that Syracuse? I think it was Syracuse some, last year. Somebody was on them. Like, yeah. It was on them, and they knocked Trevor Lawrence out the game, man. The other kid came in and won. So it's one of those deals the way, man, we're we going to need Bo. I mean, mm. we're going to need Joey. Yeah. And Bo. So I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to see him. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I appreciate you taking uh, 30 minutes out of your day. And I know you're a busy guy. Tell people uh, where they can find you on social media, where they can hear your podcast and, and, and all the other stuff that folks need to know about you. Oh, at Trevon Reed on everything, man. T-R-O-V-O-N Reed, R-E-E-D on Twitter, on Instagram, my podcast, Freedom of Speech. Um, I'm working on it being one of the best podcasts. Um, I'm just trying to get real guys to come talk about real sports and real things and just having fun at the same time. Yeah. Uh, getting real inside scoop on Auburn football, getting it from a player's perspective, player's point of view, and just some fun stuff, man. Get to know the guys. Get to know your uh, former Auburn players. Awesome, man. Well, yes, I appreciate it. It was nice meeting you. Yes, sir. And uh, hopefully we can do this again soon. Yes, sir. Without a doubt, boss. That's Trevon Reed hanging out with us. We will be back on Monday to recap Auburn's game against Tulane. This has been another edition of the Locked on Auburn podcast. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.